I don't. I, I forgot how do I start the show. I just say hi, huh? <laughs> hey, y'all! Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole with your host Riley Rabbit. Nice to see y'all again this week. Hopefully, you have enjoyed some of the content that I've been putting out. It's slow in the working, and we're getting better every every day. But um, yeah, make sure you guys, you know. Watch some of the other videos if this is the first one you're tuning into. Last week, I did a little segment by myself, intro to me, and then I interviewed my boy, um, Steph Bucks from my hometown, San Diego. He's a nightlife guy. And then we did a cooking, baking segment with um, Remy White, my homegirl. So make sure you guys check in all the content that we did before this point. Let me know how you think. Do a little like, do a little comment. Let me know um, if you have any suggestions as what I should do next. I'd love to hear from you. Anyways, so how's everybody doing? My week was fabulous. I don't know how your week was, but I had a great week. So it was my birthday on Monday. I'm officially 34 years old. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. That's all you got. Yeah. Actually, I got Victor to show it to my party. I was impressed. I don't know how that happened. I'm a very social creature. You know, I like to go out and yonder into the world. and He's being very sarcastic right now. <laughs> Victor is a workaholic, like nobody's business. So I got him and his girl to come out. We had a good time, played some beer pong. It got rowdy. It got a little rowdy. <laughs> it <got> rowdy. <laughs> I was like, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, this is beer pong. So it it was like a serious fucking thing. It was like I felt like I was in like a league at this point. I'm like, hey, where do I shoot it? And everyone's like, you gotta watch out. There's hands, there's elbows, there's cross fists, you gotta readjust. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah and it's it's, it's funny because when it comes to beer pong there's so many different rules so like it you is. can find somewhere that says this is how you do it this is the rule for that but it's whatever it's a fucking game it's that game. you play at a party so. well that's what i always say too with any party games or any like group obviously group games um before i start any game i'm like what rules are we playing and don't judge me for saying this because you know, i'm very very blunt like i said you guys if you watch my intro video i grew up in a black and mexican neighborhood so as i learned that different cultures play games differently <laughs> so when i started playing with white friends i'm like that's not how we play so now i honestly and forgive me for saying this but before i start any game the first thing i say are we playing black or white rules because i don't know they're different in everybody's family and um actually i think they said the same thing at the at the party right like a couple of my black guy friends they were like this isn't how i play with my white boys like i play white boy rules and i'm like how did this become a thing like it's all made up rules yeah. with made up this and made up that. It's hilarious, but I love it. I yeah, love we, it. But we did do uh, Corona Safe beer pong where we weren't drinking the beer from the cup. We just had water in there and yeah. our own I think people drinks. do that now anyways just for sanitation purposes. Like nobody wants to like drink the beer nah. out of a ball that's been all over the floor. No, nah, that's that's just antibodies right there. That's just building up <laughs> your immune system. You know what I'm saying? I'm a firm believer in that though. I'm like definitely one of those kids like... Like when the neighbors got chicken pox, our mom sent us over there to get it. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, oh my God, there's chicken pox, you can't go over there. It's like this big, like, like people, we have been quarantining for a while in this new generation. Whereas like when we were kids, it was like, we ate dirt. We drank water out of the water hose. Like we sucked on honeysuckles that I'm sure every neighborhood dog probably pissed on. Like now we just, I don't know. It's different, but. 100%. But you know, that's why, you know, when the nukes hit, you know, we still be going to be around. You know? Right. Right. And that's true. That's true. Um, I've told people that too. Uh, 
and and this is was it was a very like j- like just goofing off but very like blunt nasty way to say it and i was like um so I was like you're not afraid you're out here you know traveling and doing this and the other and i had said um prostitutes don't get corona <laughs> I'm like, I probably have had Corona like 20 times and I don't even know it. Like, <laughs> you had Corona and his cousin Heine too. Heine, <laughs> Corona. I Dolceckis was over here kicking in. Miller, he pulled up. Um, yeah, no, nah, I had them all. I'm sure. Yeah, Dolceckis pulled up in like a little chunty Honda Civic. <laughs> For sure. And like Miller pulled up in like a lifted pickup truck. For sure. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like my whole job over the last five to six years when I was escorting and, and doing strip clubs and, and doing guest features and hosting parties, I was, I'm around people all the time. So like whether or not I was having sex with them, I was exposed to all kinds of stuff, you know? So I just felt like my immune system, like I, the, I stopped getting so many colds and stopped getting so much like, like I feel like every year I used to get sick during certain seasons. And now I feel like since I started escorting, like I barely get sick now. And I just, my body just built up an immunity to people's nasty shit. Like, I don't know. It's funny, but it's real. Um, Oh, but that brings my topic up that, uh, that people are really out here. Corona shaming right now. It's a thing. It's a thing. It, there's there's currency and uh, virtue. You know? Yeah, like um, went to Walmart for my birthday just to get party favors, party supplies, and I'm like, um, I think so uh, for my birthday. Just bring it back a notch. For my birthday, I bought myself a gazebo. You know, like I bought my backyard gazebo and a bunch of patio furniture, and I told myself if I hit a certain amount of money on OnlyFans every week, and I hit my goal every week, that I would go buy myself a gazebo for my birthday. It was like 2500 bucks by the time I bought all the patio furniture and all the backyard stuff. But I'm there and one of my fans saw me. So like I'm like in a U-Haul and I look crazy as I'm picking up all my my stuff and this. And I I remember at first I'm thinking like I hope he doesn't try to hug me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, eh, he's gonna give me his corona. And I'm like, who do I, why do I care? But at first I put like the knuckles out and then he came in, like trying to like, give me like a kiss on the side of the face. And I was like, ah, I was like, what are you doing? That's not okay before the corona. And he was Asian, you know? <laughs> they shameless. I be watching some Asian porn sometimes they and they be on some weird shit. Oh, they're really into tickling. Yeah, I don't like that. They're really into tickling. And I fucking hate to be tickled. Yeah, you, you're going to get punched in the throat. Oh, yeah, I'm going to punch something. And then it won't even be on purpose. It was just like my body would just be like, bah! No, it'll be on purpose. No, all of the yeah. above. <laughs> I hate being, I actually stopped talking to uh, this guy. It was before I was in the industry. But uh, I had this guy who, I went to go meet up with him. And he got into this like tickle fit with me and started tickling me so bad that I honestly, I never called him again. I blocked him. Like, I, I I hate it. I was like, please stop. Like, it's beyond the point where it's cute now. It's like hurting. It's torture at that point. And I was pissed. I never called him again. I hated him. I hated that guy. I don't understand that. I don't understand how people like that tickle shit. And also people who like getting scared. Like, why do you purposely get yourself scared? Oh, my God. You, know you and I are a big, like, we're so much like in this. And Victor's been trying to scare me. 100%. Victor, Shout out. Victor fucking hates to be scared and is a, as about as big a pussy as far as when it comes to being scared as I am. 100%. No, no discussion. <laughs> and all he could do is figure out how to scare me for the podcast. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I hate you I so can't much. wait. I hate you so much. I, yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, I don't like being scared. I'm not into like haunted houses. I'm not into scary movies. I'm not into any of that shit. Like, I don't want to be fucking scared. You know, they have like this um, on Halloween. They have this experience. I have to see if I can find it for you to show a clip. Um, It was like a haunted house thing, but it's like a full on like you've been abducted. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. These people are paying like thousands of dollars for this shit. Oh, no. Then I don't know what you're talking about. What are, what are you talking about? I'm talking about so... <clears throat> excuse my corona. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's a there's an escape room out here in Vegas called The Basement. And I am working up the courage to go. That's why I've done no. so many escape rooms. But basically, it's the only... Because you know we were talking about this earlier today. It's the only escape room that has live actors. No. So it's like terrifying i will well, not i will not be going it's not ever. supposed to be terrifying but it's like you have like you have to escape from this room but there's like people in there fuck no no i don't want that i'm not a, i'm not a fan of it i don't i don't like being scared no this one's even worse this is like it's an actual like um he does it for like six weeks before and after halloween and it is he literally sets his whole house up the whole year to get ready for this and it's a full-on torture experience like you're paying them, they come kidnap you, they trunk everything, and like they put you through the whole like if if you were abducted by a serial killer experience, and it's like they have these like tap out. There's like obviously like a word or something that they can do to be tapped out early, but it's like a weak experience, and every day it's like you're chained up. There's like one where they take you out in the middle of the night, and they fucking like torture you like. Like they put you down in water and bring you up and like in the middle of the night. And it's like you are literally paying to be like treated like a serial killer is fucking torturing you. And um, they were trying to shut him down for a while. But, you know, what do you do? People are paying me to do this. How, to them. Like how? I mean, I, I'm a very liberal person in the sense that, you know, the government should get involved. But how the fuck is that legal? I mean, they're signing a consent form saying it's OK to do it. I get, uh, you know, if that's it. I don't know. This one lady was like so obsessed with it. She did it like two or three times because she kept tapping out. And her goal was to see how much she could take before. See, I can understand that. I understand that point, but she was, she was crazy. But see, I can understand the, the, I mean, I I say it all the time. You got to face your demons. So I can understand 100%. If that's your biggest fear, then go on ahead and just confront it full face and then run it that way. And I, and I, I, I can get, I can get that. You know, there's a couple fears that I'd like to conquer before I die. And, and I, you know, what, you know what I never want to do. I never want to feel like I've been a fucking abducted by a serial killer. Like, there's nothing I want to ever do in my life. But that's the point, though, right? It's like because like, it does. If it ever does happen, like you're already ready for it. Like, what do you? Not, not, not even that. I mean, to me, one of my biggest fears is how would I react in a situation where I need to react, right? So if I'm that you wouldn't react the right way, like you'd make the wrong call. Either make the wrong call or I just won't react at all, right? Because people people always think it's fight or flight, but y'all missing the third. It's fight, flight, or freeze, right? You can either fight, you can flight, or you can just, just freeze. So So you're afraid of freezing? I'm afraid of not fighting. I'm afraid that I won't fight. They won't so are you afraid of the flight as well or just the freezing? I I'm just I I like guess that you just won't react. Yeah, I mean, and and I I've had a couple situations in my life. Uh, most recently was actually the um, the 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 Las Vegas shooting. I was at a concert um on the strip, and, and <clears throat> I was at a reggae concert. Um, you need some water there, Corona. Yeah, sh- 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 I had the uh, Corona. <laughs> I just smoked some Corona OG. You know, some of that Corona OG yeah, give you that color mouth. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about that myself. I was like, damn, I left my water down. Oh, I'll get you one right now. But uh, yeah, no, I was at the uh, the. Uh, a reggae concert on Brooklyn Bowl. And I remember I was high as fuck. I was drunk. Super paranoid. Chilling. No, I was just chilling. And then out of nowhere, the they're playing their last song. Out of nowhere, everybody started running. Everybody started running. 
the stampede effect just scares yeah. the fuck out of me. So I start running after, like I start following them. And then I was like, okay, hold on one second. What's going on? So I stop, I look around. I don't see any gunshots. I don't see any fighting. I'm trying to find out what's going on. Right. And I turn to people. I'm like, yo, why, why is everybody running? Well, there's a guy with the gun outside. Like, motherfucker, y'all running outside. What do you mean? Like, why would you go outside when you say this? So I'm like, all right, hold on. I'm going to chill right here. So I just remember like in that situation, I was terrified because they're saying there's a dude with the gun outside. They're saying that, you know, he's on his way here right. and there's hundreds of people. They're all fighting. They're all panicking. How am I going to react? What right. am I going to do? Am I going to be able to find the exit? Am I going to be able to stay composed? Like, yeah. And, and this is why you stuff? do escape rooms because you like that shit. Well, the escape rooms is more of a puzzle. I, I mean, that kind of is that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a puzzle. But, 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 but in that aspect, yeah, no, absolutely. Because I, like anytime I go to a movie theater, Where's the exits? Anytime I go... Really? You're that anywhere, bad? 100%. Ask my girl. 100%. I'm asking her. 100%. I'm always, always on... Like, when I kiss my girl in public, my eyes are open. I'm always looking around. That's so creepy, Victor. Yeah. Don't do that. It's, 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 my, it's my paranoia. I'm You're always like, on top of my senses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always on top of what's going on. I believe it, though, because you, you are a pretty aware guy. Just aware. You have to be. Yeah. You have to be. <laughs> I have you all have the guns be. and all the, like, I have it. He probably has an, uh, what is it, zombie apocalypse case. Do you I want to have one, but I My don't. brother has one. Yeah, I want to have one. My brother, my baby brother, Lee. He literally has a, well, he also has his earthquake bag. Yeah. But it, it's really, it's beyond earthquake. See, it's, it's, it's like a zombie apocalypse bag. It's the, <laughs> it's the, if shit hits the fan bag. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he has one. He he. Put, actually, I'm surprised he hasn't sent one up here yet. He put one in all of my brother's houses. Like he's my baby brother. He's all about like guns. I mean, all my brothers were bo- bo- were Boy Scouts. My older brother was an Eagle Scout, so they're super prepared when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. So and I get that. And, and and truth be told, I have my perfect setup. Like if I if I wanted to, like let's say for example, shit hits the fan, which guns would I use? Why would I use them? And I where have, would they be placed in the house so you had accessibility to them? No, not even that. Like if I'm out like in the wilderness, right? So like if, <laughs> oh, if, if God. wait, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, you have full I on like Walking it. Dead yeah. fucking mentality. Oh, well, I know exactly what guns I want to use. I would, oh, I'll tell you right now, I want a sub two thousand with a Glock magazine holder. Right? Oh my God, it's about to get real. Then I want a Glock seventeen <laughs> on my hip and a KSG twelve on my back. Right? And wait, it. speaking about things. On hips. hips have you been have, on my hip oh is this why you play vr is are you getting ready no not at all vr to me is just so much fun it's okay just, it's just it's 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 so victor had me play vr <laughs> victor had me play vr today <laughs> first of all i am not i'm not a video game person victor is so like this was definitely a challenge for me i think i picked it up pretty fast towards the end you did you did and in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck? And I don't like to, like, have to figure things out. I just want them to work. Like, I don't mind figuring things out. But I feel like if it doesn't work for me right away, I'm like, <sighs> and then I just get like, okay, I don't, I either go to full on, like, I don't give a fuck, walk away. Or I'm like, I'm not going to stop until I get it. And when you see, like, when something became natural to me, and I was like, oh, archery. And I was like, boop, boop. Like, I was happy because I'm like, I know how to do this. But yeah, it's, it's just a comfort thing. It was fun, though. Um, we are going to have to show you guys a clip of that, though. Yeah, we'll chop together a clip and show you guys. Yeah, Victor's gonna hook it up for you guys and show you my VR clip of me. Uh, first, first experience. Uh, I've been on one VR a long time ago. It was like the first VR that ever existed. Um, one of my clients actually was on the like the prototype. Like, what do they call it when they send out a bunch of them to people and then they see how they react? The beta testing. He was on all the original beta testing on the first VR. So he had one in his house, and um, but it was like I just walked into a room and like I looked down. There might not be a floor underneath me. Or like I look up and there's like a dinosaur walking over my head. But this is like interactive as fuck. Like I literally felt like I was in a zombie apocalypse. That's how that's 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 how I have to like get you to build up the courage to do like 
a scary experience. No. <laughs> I got to put you on like uh, Freddy's Five, Freddy Five's Night. Fuck what, what is no. It, Are you Freddy's? serious? Hell yeah, no. I would be, never. I mean, you know, or, you know, we can do the Silent Hill. Excuse me, who's Hill? P- <laughs> 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 the Hill of Rainbows and Ponies. <laughs> yeah, it better be that hill. I like these guys, okay? Unicorns and stuff. These are the hills I like to be on. See, that's that's the shit that, that, that worries me about my girl. Like, my girl's like a, a psychopath. She's like, not a psychopath. No, she's desensitized. She, she's a psychopath. <laughs> I put her on some like shit. She's not a psychopath. She's actually the sweetest person. That's because she's a psychopath. <sighs> so she don't she don't flinch. She don't like. I try to like put her through like some scary but shit. But psychopaths have no empathy towards anything. That's a so, sociopath. Socio, sociopath have what was it? Oh, I gotta look it up now because it was look it up. Real. Like I, I believe one like one of them is like they don't they don't empathize um, and they have like no remorse. One has to do with I don't empathize with you as a person. The other one is I don't empathize with the society as a general, I think. But I'll look it up. That might be true. But she has empathy. She just doesn't have a flinch. So she, <laughs> she's one of those people like, if you scare the fuck out of her, she's like, why are you scaring me? <laughs> yeah, 100%. She doesn't care. I mean, I'm like, ah, ah, like, I don't care. I told her, Victor, earlier the first time I went to, or the last time I went to a haunted house, I was with my old coworkers from Verizon. And somebody like yelled out that I was scared of chainsaws. And I'm deathly scared of the sound of a chainsaw. And um, I'm pretty sure that they had to peel me off of a tree because I like hugged it and I was crying and I had a panic attack. And like, I didn't want to go home. I probably, if I had to pee, I probably would have pissed or shit on myself. So I'm just definitely um, not a fucking fan of anything scary at all. No, thank you. But I get scared pretty easily. Like anybody could actually um, like jump out of a closet like 20 times back to back and I'm still going to get scared every fucking time. So I don't know. I don't really want to do anything. But the VR was fun. So today we did like a carnival thing to help me with like my my skills and it was like one was like what is it the fucking whack-a-mole one was like an archery thing so it like taught me how to like use them so basically you got like two little controllers on your hand and you have the vr mask and like there's this space of like you know some i don't know it was probably maybe like like four by four square foot little area to play and i just could just remember like just bumping I'm like trying to shoot shit and I'm like hitting Victor in the back of the head and I'm like I'm like pew, 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 chew. and I'm like oh oh sorry you're right there and then like before I know it and when I was playing the zombie game when I'm playing the zombie game I was actually doing pretty good for a minute and then they kind of started coming at me pretty fast I was like oh fuck and I guess I stepped back into the wall and I thought one had touched me and I was like oh shit and then they started eating me I was done I was fucked after that we were supposed to wait till the end to talk about <laughs> well you brought it up but either way it's totally I know fun. I fucking suck what's, what's, what's crazy about VR is when you're um you're there and you see that zombie yeah it's like he's as tall as you and he's like mm-hmm. right in your face yeah he's like a real fucking human being and they're like <sighs> They get right in your face too. They're like, yeah, they don't play. Yeah, they don't play. Yeah, and it's just like there's there's certain things where it's like it's not even scary, but like you're about to walk down a dungeon. Like I was scared. Dungeon. At one point, you like put me in like some like mine or cave, and I was like, it's dark in here. Like I don't like the dark. I'm such a pussy. I'm such a pussy. But there's nothing you can do. Like there's nothing. You're just at the mercy of the whatever it is. Yeah, and then but and you can hear things. 
Like it literally feels like somebody's breathing in your ear and they're like, <sighs> you're like, oh, where is it? Like, it, no, I'm not doing anything that has to do with fucking Freddie, the saw, Hills Have Eyes. We'll get there. We'll get there. No. We'll get there. Hey, hey. Can I fly on unicorns backs? Like, can I, do you have anything like that? Yeah. And then we'll do the scary shit. Oh my God. I fucking hate it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. Just don't think about it right now. We'll get there. God, I just can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. It's like already freaking me out just thinking about it. <laughs> my mind. And I'm not even going front. Like I do. I'm like I don't. I'm a big old bitch too. Like I don't be. I know you were. You were like, wait a minute. I'm not going down there. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Are you trying to get me to go in a whole fucking haunted house? And you're like, I'm not going down that fucking fuck. mine shaft. It was dark. It was dark. I'm not going down there. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was dark. It was scary as fuck. <laughs> fucking asshole. I was so bad. <laughs> oh, but it was a good time. It was definitely a good time. Oh, but bring it, bring it back to my, bring it back to my birthday. So that's, that's where I was going with the, we went down a whole rabbit hole there. That was the whole rabbit down hole. Down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. Um, so I went out, bringing it all the way back, went out to go shopping or whatever. And I went on like my Instagram and I was like, oh, it's so great to run into fans, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, cause he literally was, he was like, hey, um, when I get my stimulus check, I'm gonna hit you up. And I was like, oh, I'm retired now, honey. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but it was funny. I had a post about it on my Instagram. So I had some people kind of backlash. Not, I mean, multiple people hit me like, why are you having a birthday party? Um, full on Corona shaming. Like, you are wrong. You shouldn't be out. You shouldn't be having people over. And I mean, I mean, one of my exes hit me up. I had a couple of friends hit me up. I've had some like random people like cussing me out. Like, they're like, I cannot believe that you're still going to the stores and I can't believe you're having a party. And like, they were full on shaming me because they felt like I was, and somebody literally told me that the, the spreading of the disease was not going to stop this year because of me. Like you are the reason why this will not stop. Right. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> so later I, you know, me, I'm, I'm an Aries. So I go very like extreme with some of the things that come out of my mouth. And Victor's going to talk about me because I said this, but I had a, I like in my head, I'm thinking you, you guys be the same motherfuckers running around fucking raw, sucking raw dick, full GFE fucking hose and tricks that try to pull condoms off. And you will literally be out here not giving a shit about a condom. AIDS kills so many more. I think it was like 700,000 people a year die from AIDS still. And it's like to like to year to date. It was like something with Corona. It's only it's been like under 100,000. And half of those are not even accurate. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I'm going to go into that in a minute. So I'm like, how dare you Corona shame me for fucking going to Walmart? And I have my mask. You guys seen my fucking Riley, Riley, Riley rabbit mask by of sublimation house right there so like i go out i do everything i need to do i'm one of those people who has been washing my hands when nobody's looking for most of my life like just because you guys finally figured out how to fucking wipe your ass and wash your hands and not to sneeze on shit and how to be cleansy people like don't be mad at me i've been doing that my whole life i have an immune system i'm a pretty healthy person i read the statistics as far as people in my age range and my health level like I don't feel like I'm putting myself at at risk any more than I would if it was the regular flu. 
or anything like that. You know, like I feel like I'm going to get a normal cold or a sinus infection or I, I feel like I could get a staph infection faster than Corona at this point. And I have, I've gotten a staph infection. Like I got a bug bite and it got bad. So I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm also like, don't fucking Corona shame me. And you are like the worst fucking, I've literally watched some of my friends go and take shits and never wash their hands. Don't shame me for going to Walmart and wanting to have a birthday party. You fucking asshole. So I made a comment on, on uh, Instagram that literally said that, like, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was like, um, don't, don't shame me for going to Walmart when you guys don't even wear condoms or something like that. You're slinging HIV dick. And like, I had to go into that. And, uh, I was just like, people are going nuts with this Corona stuff right now. And, um, I actually found a video about how doctors, like the, the thing is like the fear factor is so big, right? Like people understand that fear is really the best way to control the masses, right? And yes, Corona is a real thing, but I just feel like it's being exaggerated. And I think that us quarantining ourselves was a great way to make sure it didn't get worse. But I think people are going overboard because there's a fear factor that has been set in. And a lot of that fear factor has to do with money. And I'm a conspiracist. I'm sorry, I am. But if you look at who is managing the vaccines and how big pharmaceutical and, and pharmacies and I'm sorry, pharmaceuticals and vaccine companies have been so profitable that they're like one of the leading companies over well, over centuries as far as like lobbyists and all that stuff. Like they run everything at this point. See, I, I, I agree with that, but not to the extent that you do. Like I, I, I definitely am way extreme with it. See, I agree with to the fact that there's, there certainly is that like pharmaceutical is a big company and they do influence decisions and lobbyists and all that stuff. But I don't think they do it to the extent of that big. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like, it, 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 it it's more, I, I see it more of. I think there was a decline in fucking sales with vaccines and they had to find a reason to get people back on vaccines. I don't think so. I think it was a situation that actually happened. Like, And, and as a matter of fact, it's breaking right now. I, just, I was just looking it up. Uh, turned, uh, multiple sources are saying that the coronavirus came from a lab in China, in Wuhan. I believe it. Like it, like it was manufactured? Yeah, like it's on like Fox News. And but that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I believe that shit. I believe like they create these things so that they can find cures I, for it and keep us. I don't think it's something like that. I think it's literally something that, hey, oh shit, this happened. And now the media is running with it because there's money in the clicks and in the fear. And that's what gets there's always, like yeah, that. there's always money in the treatment and not the cure. There's always money in the fear and, and, and not the not precautions. I'm, I'm one that I would, I would, I'm, I'm not going to chalk up conspiracy to something that I can chalk up, chalk up ignorance to. So if this, I think it's happen, both. It is. And I think the conspiracy part of it, like the conspiracy of like big law, like they're like, oh, this is great. You know, the fact that people capitalize on a situation, I can see that. I'm, but I'm a capitalist Versus. as well. So I definitely, I get like, hey, there's this shit happening. Let's capitalize on it. But I feel like when it comes to world health, there's got to be a limit. You know what I mean? Like, was it pretty shitty that people went in like after the hurricanes in Puerto Rico and fucking bought up all the land and like pretty much ran every like they're they're really fucking some of them puerto ricans over there as far as property and shit like that that's a capitalistic type of mentality sorry fucking national disaster help happened you guys can't afford to fix this so i'm gonna fucking get in and make some bread i get that when you're talking about like scaring the fucking world into a quarantine that is like where it's gone too far for me and that's where i feel like it is a conspiracy and it's not a capitalistic situation anymore i just don't think anybody has that much power 
I don't think anybody do. has that much power because it's, it's 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 an aspect of this. The biggest the biggest fear we have right now is not knowing. Nobody sure. knows what this is. Nobody knows how it's how it contracts. Nobody knows how how yeah. what happens. So that's they the don't biggest. even know that the numbers that they have are even accurate. Exactly. Yeah. So it's 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 that aspect is what's scaring the market. It's what's what's put us in this quarantine. We don't know what's going to happen. For sure. There's so many variables that need to be answered before we can make decisions. So in hindsight, let's say a year and a half from now when we get a, a, a vaccine and all that stuff. Oh, the way this was handled. Oh, we should have done it sooner. We we were too extreme. Like hindsight is twenty twenty. Of course, you're I'm okay with us with going extreme if it was really necessary. And it might be. It may or may not be. But I feel you like they know, know that them. it's not as much as it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think what they should have, in my personal opinion, is I think that they should have put in a mandatory a mandatory quarantine for people at high risk. And meaning, you know, kid. So what they're saying now is that there's evidence of um, doctors labeling a death, a corona death, when the corona was a um, secondary or third, or I can't even think of what thirdary. That's really retarded that I almost said that. But anyways, like, it's just, it's not the primary issue of death. And they're labeling it as if it is. And so it's like some, some, 82 year old died of heart failure who happened to have corona and they're labeling it as the death of corona and i think that that's where the inaccuracies come in and that's where i think the conspiracy comes in so i don't necessarily say that they probably made this big corona thing for the vaccinations corona was happening and i think the conspiracy comes in with the numbers because they're creating this bigger fear than what really needs to be so i'm not like so extreme like oh they created this disease just for vaccines no i'm with you in saying that's where the capitalization came in but I definitely believe the conspiracy is they're making it seem like more people are dying from this than really are dying from it because they want to push the vaccines. And my thing is there was like, what, like a hundred new vaccines this past year. And it's like, won't you, Hey guy, that's creating all these vaccines. Won't you stick all those fucking go take all those vaccinations. Let me know how that goes. If you, you know, if you really believe in this shit, why are the people up top not normally the ones taking the fucking vaccinations? You know what I mean? Like, um, and I saw a post about it earlier. Um, somebody said something about the people who are telling us to wear masks and be clean and do this and do that are the same people who are on press conferences and sitting in Congress right now with no mask, no gloves, shaking hands and sneezing on each other. And it's like, we, I don't know. You just kind of got to watch our leaders. Like, I feel like if it was really that big a deal, everybody that got on a fucking newscast would have a mask on regardless or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like how that's where my that's where like the conspiracy part comes in. Like, how bad is it really? Like, how much fear are you trying to put in us where it's like it was probably a really bad cold and the people should have kept their ass in the house and keep their hands clean. It's turned into something bigger because of it. So I don't know. That's that's just my take on it, especially when it's like. You know, going back to um, just like like I went extreme with the AIDS comment. I know you're like, no, you can't compare apples and oranges. You know, like Victor's like, you can't compare AIDS because you can decide whether or not I'm going to have sex and you can decide whether or not I'm going to wear a condom or not. And like you can't decide whether or not you're going to get Corona. But I mean, a little bit you can. You can say I'm going to keep my ass in the fucking house if I know that I fucking have heart and lung issues, you know. So but um I think just testing as a whole, no matter whether it's STDs or 
you know, clean eating and preventative health is so big. And I think that we need to stop focusing on cures and start focusing on preventative health, like all together across the board. You know what I mean? Like, let's not wait till we're dying and sick and have a fucking pandemic before we decide to do something like wash our hands. <laughs> well, that's the one thing, positive thing that can come from this is just new just, life yeah, habits. For sure. And I, and I hope that that's what we get out of it. I hope that as a whole, I hope that the medical world wakes up and realizes like preventative health is so much more important because like even our health insurance company is like, you're like, hey, I really would like to go take a look at this. And you have to go through like four referrals for my knee. I had to go. Um, I was I had a primary doctor. Um, wasn't really feeling the way that things were being handled. So I switched doctors. Then it was like, then I had to start up a new primary thing, you know, with them. And then it's like, okay, now I went to a knee doctor. And I'm like, so I go to my orthopedic. My orthopedic's like, hey, you know, I don't really, I'm not really the person that works on uh, meniscus and, and ACL tears. I'm more of like a shoulder arm guy. And uh, so let me recommend you to someone else. It's like, so now I've had to drive back to California like five different times. And I still have not any closer to where I need to do. And it's like, that's the part where it's starting to become overwhelming because it's like, my doctor should have been able to say, oh, your knee hurts. Let me recommend you to this person. Not, not, not make me come in, tap your knee. And then now you have to go to get an MRI, an MRI. Now you have to go get x-rays and you have to have all these appointments before you can even get a referral to go to an orthopedic and then you go to a fucking orthopedic and it's a general orthopedic, which why the hell did I go to a general practitioner just to go to a general orthopedic and then I can go get a specialist. It's like, what the fuck guys? Like maybe this will start helping realize how insurance companies can cut out a lot of fucking way too much cost and expenditures that we're spending on shit that doesn't even matter. Like I should have been able to walk into an orthopedic doctor from the get go. My knee hurts. I fucking tore my knee. Let me go to orthopedic, you know, and maybe this type of stuff with the quarantine and people realizing how big preventative health is and like just cutting out all the middle fucking crap will change not only us washing our hands and being more careful and eating well and keeping ourselves healthy, but it may have a trickle down effect on just all insurance stuff and all medical, the way everyone functions. I just think we need to cut out a lot of the crap. We really need to cut out a lot of the crap. It's, the problem is the crap tastes so good. <laughs> the problem is the crap has a lot of fucking money attached to it. And that's why we go through the crap. Yeah. Everyone's got to get paid. Yeah. Like, I feel like our medical um, right now, and I feel like just everything in the world, um, any company is like, it's like the credits of a movie, right? Remember back in the day, it was like the director and the actors. And like maybe a few, now it's like a fucking half hour of credits. Like everybody, the makeup person on actress number two, like everyone needs their credit. Everyone wants their fucking check. And it's like, come on guys. See, I can agree with that though. Just because it goes to show the amount of work that goes into um, like a masterpiece, right? Like you can have, you can have a great story where you have the best writers who write the best thing in the world. But and they're then, not getting the credit. No, but then the actor sucks. So you make an okay movie, right? Yeah. And then you have like the best director working with the best actors, but the writing sucks. So you have an okay movie. Yeah. But then you have those gems out there. Those, those like the most recent one is the Joker movie where you have the best actors, the best writers, the best director, the best makeup. Yeah. Everybody in that, in those credits made that movie what it is. 
and I agree with you when we're talking about credits and, and entertainment, but I don't feel like everybody in every fucking industry needs to have credits to their job. Like sometimes bro, just pick up the phone. The customer service does not need to have a shout out. You know what I mean? Like, thanks for doing your job. Like what do you, what, that everyone, shit bothers me. Huh? Do your fucking job. Do your fucking job. And like who, why does everyone have to recognize you for it? Like, I don't know. Oh, speaking of that, we ordered a pizza the other day. And I got my, you know, I got ring now. So I was like excited and I didn't realize that I could turn the sound on. I haven't figured out how to like, I could talk to people through the ring. And so the guy, the pizza guy came and, you know, Steven went to go grab the food and <clears throat> Remy's down there and I'm like, Hey, you know, someone's at the door. Da, 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 da. They go out there and he like takes the pizza. First of all, I think it's gross that you put my food on the floor, but it's in a box. So I'll let it go. He takes it and sets it at the front door and then backs all the way up, like to the end of the, of the walkway. Comes in, you know, he puts the thing down. Hey, can you sign it and drop it off? And then there's like no interaction, which I get, you know, they're trying to be clean. Steven put a tip or something. I, I don't know if I just like had the sound on or not. All of a sudden he turns around, like flicks, flicks us off. Like, and I'm sitting up here upstairs watching it. And I'm like, I screamed down. I'm like, Steven, Remy, did you guys tip the delivery guy? And they're like, yeah, I tipped him five bucks. Right. And I'm like, that's a pretty good five bucks is a decent tip for a delivery guy. And he flicked the delivery guy. Flipped you he off? flipped the fucking camera off. So I was like, I don't know if he flicked him off. Like, fuck you. You didn't give me enough tip. But I'm like, dude, you're fucking pizza delivery guy. Fuck you. Do your job. The tip like you got. You already charged us a, a fucking delivery fee. You get the delivery fee and he still tip you five bucks. Not to be a dick, but your job is a fucking high school and college kid job. Like, don't be a dick and flick people off because you didn't. Like, what did you think? Like, nobody has money right now. It's Corona. Thank God that I have web-based like services and I'm making an income. Most people don't. Like, you're in the one industry that is still working delivery service. And you're flicking people off when they fucking tip you. But it's like he sees the damn ringy thing. You like you're you know you're on camera. You see what a moron! I thought about being an asshole. I thought about being one of those people. It's like I'm gonna call down at the store. I can't believe. And I was like, man, whatever. Like, I feel bad enough. You have to walk around with that ponytail. So, uh, shout out to his ponytail. Yeah, he had a full on like Tiger King. We should blast this thing right here on the podcast. Just blast that video right here on the podcast. I know what a dick, right? I was so mad, and I was like, well, maybe I was like, maybe he heard me like breathing in the ring. I'm like. <sighs> And he was like, fuck you. You're watching me on the ring. I don't know what it was but at first. But he looked down at the receipt. But I'm like, that's my thing. Like, do your fucking job. Like, what are you so mad about? I totally get that, you know, tip-based industries fucking suck. I've been there. I worked. I, was in a, I worked in my first jobs. I worked in a restaurant. I was a waitress. And it was in Arizona. So we didn't get, like, hourly plus tip. It was purely tip. So I get it when you're like, fuck you. Because you work to take care of a table. And they just chip you because for no reason. But like, come on, bro. Like, you got five bucks to fucking walk up to a door and lay a pizza on the door. Like, do your fucking job. And it's the job you signed up for. That's the that's the right. shit that bothers me. Like, like, especially like when you're working with somebody and you're just like, you do know that this is part of the job that you signed <sighs> on the dotted line and said, I will do this job for this amount of money. Yeah. And now you're bitching. But now people think that like they they give a company six months to a year and they deserve a raise. And they don't realize like our parents put 50 years into one company and fucking got fucked from the retirement at the end of it. And it's like now I don't know. It's like kids. I and I blame 
I'm in the industry and I blame it, you know, social media and um, a lot of like those like reality TV shows were like, um, what was it? Like Sweet 16. Like kids think they turn 16, they should get a fucking Beamer. Little did you realize that their parents are billionaires. Like no, nobody else is getting that shit. I used to hate that show growing up. I hated it. Are you fucking kidding me? Shut fucking hate it. Pussy ass up. Do let your fucking go. job and shut up. You're 15. Shut the fuck up. Now let me go eat my own crustables and shut the fuck up because I'm broke. Is what I used to say when I was watching those shows. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't hate them because they had money. I hated them because they felt entitled. And there's a big difference. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like every time I see somebody who's in a position, I'm like, like, do you understand the position you are in right now? Like, either work hard and take full advantage of that, or just keep sliding on whatever. <sighs> skills you have and yeah i don't get it to make it it's so frustrating i don't get it i just it's so hard for me to like understand anyone under the age of 28 these days oh i'm glad i made that mark i think did you lower it just because i'm 28 yeah yeah maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i just feel like and i think i might have actually raised it because i said i think i used to say under 25 i just feel like people who cannot have a conversation without their phone like like they can't function they don't even have a conversation it's an addiction i mean and you know me i, I, have, a, I have a very addictive personality so for sure I, I get it like i get the addiction and the obsession part of it but you know i like to watch big booty hoes on the internet what can i say you don't watch no damn big booty hoes on the internet shut the hell Bet. up check my instagram all you see is uh the real remy white shut up picture the damn liar you know what you're looking at the only big booty butts you're looking at is the fucking butt of a gun like you just literally got that thing probably turned up backwards and patting that ass like no you're there's a a couple where i see like a big booty girl shooting a gun and then once she shoots like a big old high caliber rifle and her booty shakes oh god bless america that was me no it wasn't but i do have a video of you doing the same thing so who was this other big booty girl shooting guns? I don't know. It was on the Instagram. I need to see it. Oh, well, I got to find it. We need have a gun off. Ooh. Ooh. Gun off. What we got to do is we got to take you ski shooting next. I think that's what's next. Wait, what's ski shooting? Skeet shooting is, you know. Is that the one where they shoot it up in the air? Yeah. Skeet, skeet. Yeah. So you have. Uh, Why do they, they call it skeet? Wait. Do they call coming skeeting because of that? Or do they call that skeeting because of coming? I thought they called coming skeeting because you go, uh, skeet. <laughs> is that not it i don't know i smell like a smoke already <laughs> that's why the funniest shit ever uh no uh because you'll ski <laughs> i'm just saying oh um, my god i think i'm higher than i realized because that was pretty fucking funny Oh my god! I, I, I don't know why they call it ski shooting, but it's also called like you know shooting clay pigeons or whatever it is. But you know, but okay, because you remember the Ying Yang twin song, Ah Ski Ski Motherfucker, Ah Ski Ski. Yeah, I do. But if you think about it, if it's called skeet shooting, because you're shooting it off, you know what I mean? It's like skeet shooting it off. That's Maybe such a, such a weird word, skeet. <laughs> so I'm just like, is that why they call it skeeting? Because of skeet shooting? Oh, my ass is starting to get numb. Oh, no. So it says here that skeet shooting has... Uh, nope, sorry. In trap shoot... So there's a difference between trap shooting and skeet shooting. Trap shooting is the target usually moves away from the shooter, while skeet shooting is they move either towards or away from the shooter. So I don't know. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Say that again. No, that's just a dumb... 
So is that like the target's moving versus you're moving? It's where the target's moving. If it's moving towards you, if it's moving away from you, basically. Is whether or not it's pigeon or skeet? I don't know. Who knows? We can go skeet shooting either way. Because it's they're called they're called clay pigeons. Is there the little? Yeah, I know that part. Yeah. So the, you put the so you have a, a skeet shooter. Sorry. Yeah, so you're good. My ass is getting like numb. It's because of my knee. I, I my fucking knee is so bad that sometimes it starts to like get numb, and then I'm like trying to hide my gut at the same time. I decided to eat a fucking subway sandwich before I shot today. Uh, first of all, don't you ever disrespect Capriati's. I'm sorry. You're right. Oh my god, it's so much disrespect. I feel bad even saying it. Ugh. That's crazy that you just said that. I'm so I offended. feel disgusted with myself. <laughs> um, but no, we can definitely do some skeet shooting or some shoot some clay pigeons or something like that. I have the Shout I have the clay Cap pigeons Rattis. and everything. Capriati is the shit. That shit was bomb. Thanksgiving twenty four seven, you get that Bobby, you get to go. You know my mom's name is Bobby, so every time you order it, it like it always makes you laugh. Like, <laughs> cause Victor always gets the Bobby at Capriati's, and am I saying that right? Capriati's. Capriati. That's what I said, right? No, but we can keep going. Did I forget the pre? You forgot a lot of things. Might be true. Capriati's. <laughs> what do you say it? Capriati's. Capriati's. You want me to roll it? There you go. All right. All right. I'm down with that. I feel like, what's going on here? I don't even know what I totally, I totally missed out on probably half these topics. I got a little high before the show, which was okay. We had such a good conversation before the show. Oh, man. I really want to talk about some of that on, on one of our shows like soon because we got into a lot of like mental health conversations and you know meaning of life and um i definitely want to just like smoke and have that conversation again you know me girl we'll, we'll, we'll hot box this bitch and get to get, we will get to go, town. We'll go to town. we will go i definitely <laughs> i definitely want to have it um i think that just because mental health is like it's such a um it's becoming more and more like how do i say this it used to be like if you were mental health you were fucking crazy and it's like if you had an issue, it was like you were psychotic and no one wants to deal with you. And now people are starting to realize that there's like levels to that shit and that there's can be mental health in daily life, mental health issues with daily life, depression, all those types of things. And I think like, I don't know, the study of the mind is just so fucking crazy. Like it really is. And I truly believe I, I, it's more in the sense and I don't want to sound cynical, but I feel like mental health <clears throat> as a term has been overprescribed. For sure. Like, are you depressed or are you having a bad day? Because there's a big difference. That you know what I'm levels saying? to this shit. And, you know, there's 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 certain studies which, you know, people say, so this is totally bro science, so don't quote me on this, but, you know, about, you know, people have a certain level of serotonin in their body. So you have an underlying base value number of said happiness. Meaning that I think it's like on a scale of like one to ten, right? So let's say if I have like a six, so I'm normally pretty happy, but a little sad. You know, that's my normal. But that's your level of happy. That's my level of happy. So sometimes I have really happy days. Sometimes I have really bad days. Sometimes that number of 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 what whatever it is is lower. It's two or three. So people are just naturally sad. Like they just go down to a naturally sad place. So in that aspect, yes, of course, one hundred percent. That's something that is a disorder that can, that that should be worked on. Right. Versus, oh shit, my grandma I'm just, just having died, a number two day. <laughs> I'm having a number two day, or I just lost my job, or right things that should bad. make you sad. Exactly, it's just like mental. It's like experiences of life that can make you up and down. Versus, this is really a fucking health issue, and it's a consistent health issue. And I'd like to take it even a step further. Like, you know, I'm having one of my down weeks. So if I'm having a down week and I'm I'm, I'm in bed and I'm sad and I'm all in my feelings and I'm anxious. 
like I thrive on that shit. Like I take that shit and I and I remember this and I store this feeling in a little box and I keep yeah. that box right next to mine. Like every night when I go to sleep, that box is there. So when I'm having a good day, I have something to compare it to. If all my days are good, right. how would I know it's a good day? Mm-hmm. Right? You need to have the hap- the best sunshines are the ones after the rain. Yeah, true. So you know, in in in, a, in any aspect, you know, if I'm having a bad day or if I just I got fired or my my girl left me or whatever. I, I try to remember those feelings, right? So you're the, you're the, I think the opposite of most people. I think people try to avoid them. But this is the same reason why um, me, it's me, myself, everyone fucking heals differently. Everyone has different coping mechanisms. I'm a big believer. Like if anyone ever asks you um, or if anyone ever asks me, oh, are you having a bad day? Do you want to get a drink? Or do you want to hear you want something to smoke? I'm the opposite where I'm like, no. I don't because I want to feel it. I want to know what it is so I can deal with it. I don't want to find something to cope with. I want to I want to like go through the motions and learn how to deal with them because I've had to learn my own coping mechanisms as I got older. Um, but I and I like I feel where you're saying like I keep that. I want to. Rem- I don't necessarily want to remember it, but I want to feel it in that moment so I know what it feels like. I know what it re- how to recognize it. And I can, you know, avoid it in the future when I feel like, like having an early onset. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I don't want to remember it as much. I, I, but that's just your personality. You're always like, I need to know where I was so I know where I'm going. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And yeah. and, that, and that's a that's just a, a happy side effect of it to yeah. know that. Okay, I know what this feels like. So if I see this coming, I know I'm gonna feel this for way. sure. So now sure. I know how to combat that, and I know I know how to overcome that. I was having a conversation with one of my boys, you know, the other day, and I was telling him, I was like, "Hey, man, like, <clears throat> you have a you have a very unique personality in the sense that you don't really like it. The answers are right in front of you, and you refuse to see them, right? So I'm gonna give you an example. <laughs> I'm curious who this is. Uh, it's nobody you know. It's it's one of my boys. Back oh, okay, home. okay. I was like, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's nobody you know. So I told him, I was like, look, man. Why don't you try this exercise, right? So you, you're you a naturally jealous person. If you see your girl talking to somebody, you get jealous right away. So next time you feel jealous, why don't you stop, take a, self, take a step back, become self-aware of what in front of you is making you feel that way, isolate it, so the next time you see that coming, you can address it, right? right? So some guys talking to your girl when, when, when you're around, that makes you feel some type of way. Next time somebody approaches your girl, now you know that's going to make you feel that way. So if that makes you feel some type of way, you can bring it up to your girl. Hey, it makes me feel this type of way when this, when we're in this circumstance. Right. Right. Versus why the fuck are you talking to him? Da, 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 da. Well, no, you felt some type of way. She didn't react the way you wanted her to react. Right. Head but she wasn't aware of it as well. Because she wasn't aware. Yeah. So why don't you do that next time you feel angry? What is making me angry? This specific substance in front of me is making me angry. Now I can address that. Right. And. Well, and I think sometimes not even, I mean, making other people aware of how you feel, but sometimes making other people aware of how you feel isn't necessarily for them to change their behavior, but to hold you accountable for it. And I think as, as you get older, as you, you know, dig within yourself and trying to figure out who you are and your purpose in life, it's not always to tell people, you made me feel this way, so you change. It's just to say, hey, you made me feel this way, but now I recognize it. Like, what can I do to change myself and feel that way? Or, like, I'm a big believer that you choose happiness. Right? I feel, I feel like happiness is a choice. Um, some days it's harder to choose it than others. But, and there's, like I said, and I even talked to you, like, until I had my own experience with depression, I didn't realize how fucking hard it really was. 
and it's debilitating as shit. And it is really, I don't think people really get it until they go through a day where you literally are arguing with yourself about just putting a foot on the floor and getting up and walking. And until you get to that point, you don't get it. But there's going to be like you said, those days where you're up and those days where you're down and the days that you can choose happiness. I think you choose it because you don't have to be walking outside in a bad mood. And because a fucking dog shit on your lawn that day, let it ruin your whole fucking mood. It sucks. Cuss. Say what you need to say. Pick up the shit and throw it away. And like, continue about your day. It doesn't have to ruin your whole fucking day. You can choose that. You can choose who's in your life. You can choose to like continue to deal with people who make you sad and miserable. Like maybe you can't choose every single day's emotions, but you can choose like factors, like, you know, things that are causing you to be unhappy. See, that's a that's a, that's a, that's a key aspect of how I choose to live my life. And and and, and you're very good at that. And it's 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 very it, it's one simple model. I can't control what I can't control, but what I can control, I'm gonna control the fuck out of it. Right. Meaning, I can't control that I got fired. What can I do? I can control how I react to me getting fired. For sure. I can't control, even if you take it to like emotions and shit, because I mean, I might act like a robot, but I'm not a robot. I feel shit. But it's to the point where it's like, okay, I feel like I want to cry right now. Okay, cool. I can't control that right now, but I can control how I react to that. I can control what I do because of that. Yeah. I feel angry. I'm, I, I got into a huge argument on the phone with Cox yesterday because they're all pieces of shit. Shout out to Cox. They're all pieces of shit. They drive me nuts. Yeah, and I, and I, and I, just, remember, I just remember thinking like, okay, I can't control that they're, not, they're just going to keep fucking me with the money and I can't do anything about it because I can't get any other, internet any other way. Right. But I can't control how I act towards it. And I know that I don't. Or you can, can, or how you control acting towards everybody else on the rest of the day because exactly. of it. That doesn't mean you go treat your girlfriend like shit because you had a bad conversation with Cox. And I will never give him that power over and, my life. Right? And people do though. Yeah. People will be like, "What is your problem?" And you're like, "Yo, I just, I just went to court all day, or oh, I just got a ticket, and oh, this." It's like, so why are you running around treating people like fucking shit? Because you're at it. so you're spreading the that nasty poisonous attitude. But you're letting them get to you. And yeah, and now they're not just giving you a ticket; they're ruining your whole fucking day, your whole week, your whole month, yeah. because now you're in a bad mood, and they have now somebody else but has you control gave of your emotions. Them, you gave you gave them that. Power. Power. That's where I'm. Cho- that's yeah. where I'm saying you, you choose that, that happiness. Hundred percent. You choose like, bro. I'm not going to let this keep bothering me for the rest of the day. And I'm not going to treat people like shit because I was treated like shit. So I don't know. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in that for sure. Just control what you can control. That's yeah. it. Just control what you can control. Cause if, if you even spend 10% of your energy worrying about the shit you can't control, that's 10% that you can't use on something else. Yeah. And, and if I'm spending 10% on this, 5% on that, 7% on that, then I'm only left with 40% to do my job. And then I'm only left with 10% for my girl. Like that's not fair. Yeah. For sure, and that and that's not fair. Like, I'm why giving somebody else power over my life? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And you know, it's it's not something that comes natural. Like I said, like I was telling Victor earlier, I was like, we're not born with coping mechanisms. We're not born with the with the tools to do. Just like you, someone had to teach you how to wipe your ass. Someone had to teach you how to eat. Someone had to teach you how to do your one, two, threes, and your ABCs. Like, people think that we're just supposed to have all the answers to our emotions and and how to cope with things. And I think that you have to do the work and practice and, you know, read and or do research or do your own little experiments at home with yourself. You know what I mean? Get in tune with yourself. Like you would never know how to wipe your ass if you did shit on yourself a few times. 
you know what I mean? Like you had to go in, you had to sit on the toilet as a kid, you had to do all these things. And I think that we, we think that we're just supposed to know how to react to stuff and you got to give yourself more credit. Like, and well, that's a real, that's a real naturalistic emotion and feeling for us as humans, you know? And, and that's, 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 oh God, I can't stand that shit. Cause if you tell me you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but this is to your best ability, what you think it is that I can follow. But if you tell me, Hey, that's one of my problems with religion. And you know, we can have this discussion another day cause it's a long one, but Definitely. my problem is not the fact that you believe in God. My problem is the fact that you say his name is God and this is what his plan and this is what he wants to do. That to me is telling me that you feel like you understand everything. Yeah. You understand the role. It's like you gotta have a God complex within yourself. Either that or you're too lazy to figure it out yourself or you're scared because of the truth. So it's it's one, I, I always say that religion in itself, not the, the fundamental values of religion, but yeah. more of the organizational value of, of religion. It's like Santa Claus for adults. I, yeah. I say the same thing. I'm like, uh, I, I I don't disagree with religion as a, as an ideal, like an ideological format or whatever you want to go with. Uh, but I do have a problem with organized religion. Like that, that is where my issue lies. If you believe that there's God up there and he's playing a puppet with your life and you, and you love the life that you have with that God, then go for it. You know, like I'm believing that. And I believe I'm an energy believer. So I believe if anything gets you up in the morning and puts you in a good positive mood and gives you good energy and gets you driven throughout the day in that that's God for you. That's Jesus for you. That's, you know, the gods for you. That's Buddha for you. Whoever it is that puts you in a good mood. I'm not against that at all. Like who am I to tell somebody this thing that makes you so happy, so positive. It makes you love people and be a normal human. You shouldn't believe in that. But if that's what gets you going, fucking believe in it. And not only that, if you really think about it, like get the basis, 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 basis down of religion. It really is just a set of rules for us to abide so we can cohabitate in this planet. Yeah. How so we can else, live harmonious. How else am I supposed to live? I was raised in a very Christian household, very Hispanic traditional household. How am I supposed to live with somebody who was raised Muslim or who was raised, you know, in a in a black family or in a Mexican family or an Asian family? How am I supposed to relate to them? We have nothing in, right. in common other than the fact that we believe in something bigger than ourselves. Yeah, for sure. And if we follow these rules that this higher being set upon us, which is, you know, respect your neighbors, don't steal, don't kill, stuff like that. If we follow these rules, then me and this person with this completely different background, a completely different set of morals can live together and cohabitate. Right. And that's how I see religion as a set of principles that to be able to live in a healthy society, you need to need to be followed. Yeah. How do you think it lasted this long? Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I agree. No, I, I totally agree with you. It's just, I, like I said, I am not against any type of religion at all. I totally, I'm, I'm a big part. Like I've, I was raised Christian as well. I was raised Methodist. I was actually a youth minister. A lot of people don't know that. I was, um, I used to guest pastor and youth ministry. I started my own youth group. I actually used to take like, go around the neighborhood, gather kids up and like started a youth group and like would take them to church camp. Like I did all that. You know what I mean? But I realized that I wasn't, I wasn't into it because, um, of what the church was teaching. I was into getting people just to feel good. You know what I mean? Like I, I got off to the whole, 
this kid is living in a pretty shitty fucking situation and a couple hours out of the week I can bring them to church and help them forget it and think about this thing that's called love whether it comes from like I said any god that you believe in or thing I just I'm, I'm such an energy believer that sometimes even now like I won't go to church necessarily for the message anymore because I'm, I'm agnostic. So I, do, I definitely believe there's a higher power. Um, I don't know if I believe in, like an, like you said, organized religion or um, God. My God is a little different in the sense that I believe that the consciousness that connects all living life um, and there's an energy that flows through all of us that I believe that that consciousness is like God. You know what I mean? Get this fly. Um, That's crazy because I'm basically exactly the same as far as like even as a kid i was a minister and i was in the worship band and i even yeah I, me and my boy were like the two kids from the hood telling kids hey don't stay off the yeah, streets stay on the streets come I to church was a youth leader in the in the summer camps i did all of that shit. yeah and when it comes to my religious values i I'm, I'm the same thing i consider myself agnostic that i do believe that there's a higher being because how are you going to tell me that when you're standing in the beach of san diego seeing watching the sunset like of course there's something something there. there's something bigger but i don't know what that something is right. i don't know what the name is i don't know what the fuck its plan is i don't and know may, maybe it me. is god maybe maybe it's whatever language you want to call it i'm just not smart enough to yeah. realize what it is and i won't pretend that i'm smart enough yeah to realize what it yeah. is. yeah and, and and that's the biggest thing i think and sometimes knowing that in itself can be and, you know, I don't know if all, any Christian person may hate me right now, but I felt more free when I let religion go and not when I let spirituality go, not when I let my principles and my morals go. And people are going to question my morals because of what I've done for a living. And I think morals are based on, you know, principles that you grew up with or whatever. But if you ask me, if you ask anybody about me or my family, we are the first person to open our doors. We are the first person to feed somebody. We are the first people to put a helping hand out, black, white, yellow, or brown, rich, poor, in between. I don't come from a family that is judgmental at all. And I would say my family's pretty half and half at this point, like half and half, probably agnostic. Um, I got a... Um, stepmother who's believes in, she's from mexico but she's really into hinduism and um you know they pray a little bit different than i was raised and but i still believe in the power of love and i believe in the power of like positive energy and i think anything that you love enough and put enough energy and positive energy into you're gonna fucking get positive back from it you know what I mean? And like, that's where the basis of my like self-religion comes from, I guess. But, um, and if somebody's praying, I'm not the asshole. And I got into this one time with one of my sister-in-laws because she's decided that she's going to be Buddhist this week. I don't know. She's, I, I love her if she's watching a show, but I don't know. She goes back and forth. Um, she decided she was really into Buddhism and blah, blah, blah. She's like, we sat down on like two, it was like two Easter's ago or mother's day or something. And I have my other sister-in-law was raised very Christian and her, you know, her mother and father were there and they sat down at the table with us and they're like, are we going to pray? And we were raised in a house where my grandfather prayed every, every dinner that I, you know, I always bowed my head as risk because I'm a big believer in respect as well. Respect, love, positive energy. Just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean I'm going to disrespect your belief. So she's like, pray for what? 
And I'm like, didn't you just say that you were like Buddhist and into positive energy? Like, why would you take that from them? If you don't believe in it, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Excuse me for talking about religion and cursing. Shut the fuck up. You don't have to say anything. Be quiet. Let them get their good energy and make them feel like they're in a better place because of it. And then move along. You don't have to participate. Sometimes just shut the fuck up. Like, and I was like, no, you're more than welcome to pray. Absolutely. Do I believe in what you're praying to? No, but I believe that you believe in it and it's positive. So why am I going to stop you from doing it? So I don't know. I just wish people would just mind their own goddamn business sometimes. That can be an aspect of just feeling threatened because they feel comfortable with something they believe in and you still don't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you might be absolutely correct in that. Absolutely. She's like, pray for what? And I'm like, uh, you are aware that Buddhist people are like, they don't pray, but they meditate. And it's still like a form of kind of the same thing. You get quiet, you get inside, you get in touch with whoever it is that you're in touch with, whether that be your own mind or some higher being. I don't know. I just, I feel like people are so busy trying to tell somebody else what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. That they forget that, uh, look in the mirror, honey, because you're not doing too well. But I don't know. I like, And it's funny because actually I, I said that like leave your morals at the door was like something I wanted to do with my podcast. But it's funny because I think out of most of my friends, I know it sounds shitty and I don't want to knock any of my friends. I probably have more morals than half of them. And it's like, uh, I love you, which I know you go to church and I know you do your thing, but you're one of the most judgmental, critical people I've ever met in my life. And I just, I don't know. I'm just against that. I'm against anything that knocks somebody else for being happy. There's no, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Okay. For sure. For sure. Hey, real quick. What's, uh, what's that over there? <laughs> I was wondering how I was going to tie this in. Yeah, what's that? Speaking of morals. <laughs> Speaking of morals. Just so you know, even Christian folks have sex. And as long as you're with your husband, it's okay. So <laughs> this right here. These are monkey bars. Oh, monkey bars. Monkey bars. This is a really, really good friend of mine. Um, He, when we do a promo for him, we did a f- couple photo shoots, but this is the, uh, the doggy, the doggy style helper, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. Should I put it on? Should I show him? Yeah, show him. Uh, okay. That's also known as the Ram Jam. Is this so? <laughs> You know, one way or another, I'm going to tie in something nasty and sexual. Okay, look, I'm going to try it on. Okay, hold on. Don't mind my hair. Monkey bars. Can you see me? Yeah. You strap yourself in. We're strapped. (laughs) And you turn them around so you can see the monkey. Well, actually, you don't have to. You can keep it on the back, too. Anyways. So when you're like this, somebody can just grab it and you just, they got some bars to hang on to. I don't know when to grab it right now though. Anyways, these are awesome though. And they're comfortable. Like they're padded in the back. Cause so some little belts and stuff, sometimes they don't like, they're not comfortable. They cut into you, but this is like padded. It's super nice. I don't know. I love it. I love it. Like when you want to go deep, when you're, when you're feeling deep and wanting to go deep, mm-hmm. these things right here, these are the fucking best. I was actually impressed. Like I put them on. Like I've had another belt like this, but it was really, it was really shittily made. This is awesome. It's like memory foam in here. Have you had a chance to use one yet or not yet? 
Um, not like officially. Other, um, other than Remy fucking you with <laughs> Remy, we put one on when we did some video shoots, and Remy was like playing with it, and I was like, ooh. Um, I don't have anybody to play with it with anymore. You know, I'm retired now, so I don't have any clients anymore. And Riley, I don't know if you noticed this, but you can go down to like Smith's and just grab some random food and fuck them. <laughs> I know. Just saying. <laughs> Oh, I can't do that. So, you know, what's, let me tell you the hardest thing about retiring. Retirement. Oh, Monkey Bars. I think it's even at monkeybars.com and monkeys with a U and bars is with a Z. M-U-N-K-E-Y-B-R-B-A-R-Z. Anyways, follow them on Instagram. Make sure you like their stuff. They're not that expensive. They're like about a hundred bucks. Um, very, very well made. I mean, good quality stuff. So I think they come on black, white and pink. I think. Anyways, make sure you grab one. Make sure you follow him on Instagram. Good guy. Um, he actually used to do a lot of the avians and the exoticas too, but um, he had some like business stuff he had to take care of and got finally got all his product back. Thank God, because now he can start pushing them again. Anyways, I know that I could probably go fuck just, you know what? That's actually not true. Everyone thinks that because you're hot and you know, maybe people don't think I'm hot, but I do. Um, <laughs> People think that I can just go have sex with whoever I want. And it's like not that easy. I guess. Oh, no. Boo. -hoo. Shut up. I feel like ugly girls get better guys than me. I I legit. And I'll, I'll be. I'll film the whole motherfucker. I legit think you can go out there and fuck. 86.3% of the men out there. Well, one, I don't want to. That's not the point. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's that easy. Maybe it's just because it's How easier than most. Okay, maybe it's easier than most. But like from a real aspect of it, from being a woman, like one, I don't want to fuck every guy out there. I, you know, I still need to be attracted to the guy too. And I always feel like the guys that I'm attracted to are not attracted back. And I'm 34. Like I'm into that age where it's like, I don't, I don't want to just have sex with somebody just because I want to have sex with them. Like if I did, I would just go fuck somebody. And I've just done that for like whenever I wanted to. And plus I used to get paid to fuck. So like, it's, a, it's like a mental thing at this point. Like now I'm like, I used to get paid a thousand dollars an hour to fuck people. And now you want me to like go fuck you for free. And then, and then I get into this aspect and this is the hardest part for me for dating right now is now that the expectation of money is out of it. Um, like, I feel like I feel like I'm making I don't know if I'm maybe being too hard on guys, but I feel like now you got to earn it. Like, I don't know. Is that wrong? <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, guys used to pay me and you just want to like hook up the first night and like, nah, you're going to have to work for this shit. Hey, boo boo. It's, your, it's your monkey. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. It is my monkey and it's either expensive. So I, and actually this is used to be a thing of mine. I'd be like, I'm not cheap or ex or what I say, not cheap or easy. You're either going to have to pay for it with time or pay for it with the money. Like, I'm not cheap or easy. You got to figure one out. So I don't know. And I think I'm in that place in my life right now where like sex, I still enjoy sex. I'm going to twist it and I'm going to fuck when I want, but it's not a priority right now. As, not a, as it shouldn't be. Yeah. It's not a priority to me. I feel like I really want to like, I'm at that point where if I'm not building with somebody, like we're not working towards like a common goal of like whether relationship or something. And like, we're not building towards something bigger. I don't want to have sex with them. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Especially since I used to be a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> that plays a little role into it. 
I think it was a big role into because before it was like it was beneficial in the in the money aspect, and now it's like what is what what role are you playing in my life? Like I don't just give you sex because here's a pussy. Like that was my early twenties. My early twenties, I was a slut. My late twenties, I was a hooker. And then, like, now that I'm in my early 30s, I'm like, nah, this has got to be working towards something. Like, my sex my sex has always kind of had a purpose, whether it was free and fun or not. Um, so I was like, I don't know. Maybe not. It makes, makes, makes perfect sense. I just feel like you don't deserve the pussy. Yeah. First of all, my pussy is like a monkey bar. It's like a monkey wrench. Yeah. Not, I, uh-huh. I work out. I hear you. I work this mus- pussy gets muscles. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. That'd be like going to a trainer and be like, um, can I just train with you for free? And they're like some celebrity trainer. Like, fuck you. You know what I did to get this body? You know what yeah. I'm going to do to get your body like that? It's not free, honey. Mm. So now I just feel like my pussy goes like this. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wait a minute. I didn't even see that. I blinked and it was done. Ready? Go. I think that they, I think they called that the revenge of the pussy snatchers, right? <laughs> No, I can kegel pretty, pretty well. Actually, I had to be careful when I was escorting because um, I would pull condoms off and not on purpose. Like, I would have to, like, catch them because, like, I would just kegel and they would get caught. Like, and then, mm. like, they would pull out. I'm like, hold on, hold on, don't pull out fast. You know what I mean? Because they would, like, try to mm. just come out. And I'd be like, ah. And then mm. I would, like, have to, like, it would just be, like, hanging. Mm. And you're like, sir, okay, we got to stop. You know what I mean? Just switch it all out. But luckily I get, I was a big believer in testing. Oh, that was kind of part of the SCD talk too, is I'm a huge, huge, whether you are a sex worker or not, I'm a big believer in like testing, like sex, SCD testing. And I was one of the few people in, when I used to work at the Bunny Ranch, um, we had somebody who was really trying to get sex surrogacy started for like, um, for medical insurance to cover sex surrogacy for, people who are like autistic and or like old military vets who like missing limbs and stuff. And they had a hard time. Like people don't realize how big sex plays a role in rehabilitation. But I got really big into like um, sex workers rights and health issues and stuff like that. And I was one of the few people that like would write in about getting this, um, this drug called Truvada. It's basically HIV prep. It was like a, a pill that you could take that would help, prevent you from getting hiv it's one of the big people like i would write in about like how we needed to have that for sex workers because at the time you could only get it is if a, your your active partner tested positive for hiv and you tested negative it was a way for you to not contract it from your partner um but recently like within the last four or five years they've opened it up that sex workers can get it in California for free if they're on state assistance. Well, not state assistance. Like if you have Medi-Cal or if you're go to Planned Parenthood, they'll actually give you um, HIV preventative medication for free. And like, so I was um, on that for a while, but you have to get, you have to have a negative test before you can take it. It's really, really tough on the liver. And so you have to have like a liver test and stuff like that. But I got tested every 30 days. And I got in the habit of that when I was with um, at the Bunny Ranch, because in order for you to have your license, you had to clear an STD test weekly. Um, HIV once a month and like all other STDs weekly. And if you failed one of the tests, you couldn't work for 10 days until you got treated and tested positive or tested negative again. So I'm just a big, a big believer in back to that preventative health and like testing. And, um, one of the 
<clears throat> one time I was in there and I think people don't realize like sex education is so fucked up right now. Like people are just really not taught the right things and are not even taught to do the research to look for the right things. And like they're getting better because for a long time our schools was like, if you don't want to get STD, don't have sex. You know, abstinence was it. The culture we live in today to think that our kids are not having sex is fucking retarded. We live in a very sexually stimulated, like uncensored, desensitized, like culture of children. And there's like 12 year olds fucking right now. And it's, it sounds bad, but it's true. So like, how do we make sure like, let's get them in to health stuff. Let's teach them the proper way. And when I realized how ignorant people were about sex and STDs as a whole, um, I kind of known it for a while, but one of my biggest moments was when I was in Atlanta and a client had came to see me and I had a big rule. If I'm not going to fuck the disease off of you, I'm not going to suck it off either. So I would never, I've never been with a client. Um, no, let's be honest. Like shit happens. I've had condoms either fall off or I've had jackasses try to pull them off. I've had situations where, and then I got tested immediately, but um, I never willingly went into a situation where I was either sucking or fucking without a condom. I'm, I'm not, there's this term called GFE, which means the girlfriend experience. The true definition of GFE means that they're, they want to kiss. I wasn't a kisser either. I was a full pretty woman believer. You do everything but kiss on the mouth. I just wasn't into it. So they want to kiss. They want to go down on you and they want you to go down on them. Both no condom. Like they want to like, eat you out they want their dick sucked raw but they would have sex with a condom and i just like got to thinking about that i'm like do people don't realize that not all stds are transmitted strictly through sex like people don't realize like now gonorrhea and chlamydia is actually transferred through oral almost just as high as vaginal or just regular sex you're literally sucking a dick with chlamydia you know what I mean? Like, what do you think was going to happen when you suck the next dick? You have chlamydia in your throat. So like, or vice versa, you go down on a girl and then you guys are swapping spit. You guys are 69 in and like you're full on chlamydia back and forth. So people don't even realize like how crazy it was. And I went to the same thing once a month, but it was like a new nurse practitioner that was in that day. And he's like, I think it's awesome that you get tested so often and like you don't do because I told him I'm pretty like oh I was a sex worker so he's like and you don't do any oral with uh, condoms and I was like no like what I was like first of all herpes is still a thing and that's through contact I'm sucking your dick with herpes I'm gonna get herpes on my face I was like I don't want to walk around with cold sores on my face and then like gonorrhea and all this stuff and he's like most people don't know that like most people aren't aware of the oral transmission between STDs or STIs and he was like, do you know in the last like six years that it like skyrocketed like the oral like oral swabs and like positive results for STIs in the throat had like quadrupled in like four years, four or five years, something like that. I was like, really, it's crazy. And he was like, well, one oral has become more acceptable in sexuality because for like I remember back in the 80s, people didn't like go down on you. It was like weird. Like if you had a man that went down on you. They were like freaks. Like now going down on somebody is like, if you don't go down on me, bitch, like well, we're not fucking. Like women have kind of like taking control of their sexuality and they're demanding more oral. 
And even the same thing with guys, like before it was like girls would be like, they would let you have sex, but they wouldn't suck your dick. They'd be like, oh, only, only slutty girls do that. You know, like even wives, like I've literally heard a wife say, I can't wait to get married. So I don't have to suck your dick anymore. Like they, and I was like, what? It's so, I love sucking dick. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But I think oral has become more like common in sexuality. So people don't realize now you're going to get it in your throat. Like it's nuts. So big believer in that. And then somebody was saying something about, oh, the same, the same nurse practitioner was like, mo- there's like most sexually, it was like sexually active women between the ages of 17 and tw- 27, or maybe even higher, like 32. And was like, are s- having unprotected sex with four to five men at one time right now. In the last like three to four years, I had quadrupled. I was like, what? Like, I don't give nobody the raw pussy unless you are my boyfriend and living with me or you're my man. Like, it was crazy to me. And then I started realizing like how much shit is giving to sex workers for saying we spread diseases when most sex workers don't fuck or suck without condoms. And then I started realizing, he's like, no, it's actually the reverse effect right now. Like most sex workers are coming in clean and girls who are not in that industry are actually popping positive more than anybody. And I was like, save prostitutes, save lives. (laughs) I was like, so, and it's just funny because like people have this misconception of sex workers and adult industry workers and they all think, oh, we're just all dirty, crazy people. But like, like my girl Uptown, um, really into the porn industry, right? And she's like, I am not going on set with you until you get me paperwork that shows within the last fucking seven days you've been tested and I need to see it. Like, we're so much bigger on like protecting ourselves and staying clean. It's our job. Like, we would literally lose so much fucking money if we did get a positive test on something, even if it is something simple as like that you could fix with antibiotics. If someone found you like clap, like you're not going to get jobs. You're not going to get booked. You're not going to get hired. You know what I mean? Like porn stars alike. Like it's just such a bit, it's such a fucking, and they, everyone thinks it's us. That's the problem. And really we're like the last person for it to be an issue with. So I don't know. I just want to shed, shed some light on that. Go down the rabbit hole in my sex. Talk. <laughs> it's all good, but, Ready to get up out of here? It's about that time. We're at an it hour, is that time. Minutes. Oh wow, shit! You just let me talk forever. I got pretty high there for a minute. I let you do your thing, but but definitely want to make sure you guys always always remember. I know I went off on a tangent there for a second. Hopefully you enjoyed. Um, make sure you comment below. Let me know how you guys felt about the segment. If you guys have any input, and make sure that you're following me. Like I said, um, once again, we're on uh itunes google play we're on spotify we're on youtube i think that's all of them right now uh pod bean pod Podbean. pod bean i always say that backwards pod bean we're on um everything so make sure you guys tune in make sure you guys like and subscribe below so you can see when i post new videos and please if you did like this segment or if you just want to put some commentary you can just slide into my dm on down the rabbit hole tv on instagram or comment below i definitely will be going through them and reading them and i want some feedback let me know what you guys think love you guys see you next week